Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium with your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. This is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Welcome to Parent Pump Radio. Our show is all about dynamic family leadership, becoming financially free, and leaving a profound legacy for our children. This year, we've added family financial freedom as a major topic because we want to help families learn, act, and implement strategies to become financially free with topics ranging from debt elimination, student loans, credit, cash flow, investment to money mindset. Do you want to learn how to make money through real estate investing? Get my new book on Amazon called True Legacy Wealth, Creating Generational Wealth Through Real Estate Investing. Or maybe you're ready now to buy properties but don't know where to start. Join our True Legacy Wealth Turnkey Real Estate Investing Program. Turnkey means we do it all. We acquire, renovate, and manage for you. You purchase and get to prosper. We're your team in a package. All the properties are between fifty to $150,000 in cash flow now. So sign up for a free membership and you'll get a 45-minute complimentary consultation. Go to truelegacywealth.com or email me at info at integrativeminds.com. And if you're looking for a speaker for your organization or event, please contact me at info at integrativeminds.com to schedule a meeting time. Our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and syndicated on Rethink Radio, One Idea Away, and Armed Radio. So let's get on to our show because I'm so excited about our guest today. What will people say about you? We all want to leave our mark on this world to know that our life really matter. So what does it mean to leave a legacy? What do you want people to say about you? My expert guests and I are going to talk about that. He is a launch coach, meditation guide, and host of Inspiration Rising, a podcast for women and the men who support them who are continually rising up in their life, love, and leadership. He is the creator of two online courses, including Launch Your Life, a workable plan to make lasting changes in 60 days, and Me Time Meditations, a 21-day journey to transform your mind, heart, and priorities in just five minutes. For 25 years, he's helped people get unstuck, clarify their goals, and take their lives to the next level. He is an award-winning filmmaker, author, speaker, and his wife. he and his wife have been married for 25 years. They live here with their two teens in Southern California. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to David Trotter. Hi, David. Hi, Jacqueline. It's great to be with you today. Oh, it's great to be with you. Uh, it's morning here as we're recording this beautiful Southern California. Well, it's overcast in my neighborhood, but you know, it is beautiful. Yes. Over, it won't be overcast for long. I think we both live towards the ocean. So I think it's just probably a marine layer for now. That is true. That is true. So, I love Southern California. Where would we, I don't know where else. I've lived in Kentucky. That's where I grew up. 
but I wouldn't want to live anywhere else than Southern no, California. No, I totally agree with you. There is nowhere else that's like Southern California. <laughs> Even for all the craziness that we have to deal with, right? Traffic and freeway shooting and all these other things, earthquake. <laughs> and the price, the price of real estate, as you have brought to our attention. Uh, but it's worth it. Yes, yes. Well, we can live here and we just invest somewhere else and, and make our money. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Let's spend a couple minutes talking about, I want to know where you started. What made you get to this point? Because I'm sure there's a profound journey. Well, like many of our lives, you know, there's twists and turns in all sorts of ways. And uh, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a professional photographer. I won a bunch of awards in photography. And, you know, as I look back, you start to see, oh, how that artistic element, even back then, I, you know, influenced my life even in the days to come. Uh, my senior year of high school, I, I felt this calling into ministry, uh, Christian ministry at the time. So I ended up pursuing that and was a full-time pastor for over 10 years and helped started churches here in Southern California. And about 11 years ago, um, I really had a low point, kind of burned out. I was a workaholic and I needed to make some changes in my life, um, had some challenges in my family. And so I transitioned out of full-time ministry 11 years ago and started, um, I had to relaunch my life. And that's why I love teaching people how to launch their life now, because I know what it's like to be at the bottom. I know what it's like to lose the career that you've had. I know what it's like to um, need to rebuild relationships. I know what it's like to have to reinvent yourself. And so um, that's what I did 11 years ago. I started doing marketing. I taught myself a graphic design, web development, videography, photography, all of those things, and started serving both corporate and nonprofit clients. I've done that for the last 11 years. And at the same time, I fell into filmmaking. And because when you own your own business, as you know, Jacqueline, you have a lot of opportunity to do lots of different things that come your way. And I love that. So I'm doing marketing for people. And my heart had really been impacted by uh, my trips to India doing humanitarian work. And so I've taken a lot of trips, uh, probably nine or 10 trips to India with teams of people doing humanitarian work there. And I had a friend and I wanted to draw attention to orphans in India. So I ended up doing a documentary, got picked up and it was on Netflix for a couple of years. And I thought, well, that was fun. So uh, we ended up, I've done three more films now, three social justice documentaries and one a scripted feature film on uh, social justice issues. And, uh, but the, the thread that runs through my life from the time I was in high school until now is I love helping people. There's something in me that I just love helping people. And I can see things inside of people that they can't normally see in themselves, perhaps. And uh, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. I said to myself, uh, the end of 2018, do I want to do another film? Because I've done four films in the last eight years, and they take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of investment of energy and resources. I thought, yeah, I want to take a little break from doing filmmaking. I really want to get back to my first love, which is directly helping people. And so that's why I've um, created some courses and uh, created a podcast, um, specifically Inspiration Rising, that's, that's focused on helping women rise up. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a twist and turn journey like your journey, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm so glad that you're helping women. It started kind of like with the Me Too movement, the women, you know, are ready to stand up. And it's, awesome that you're here be that guide also and thank you yeah yeah and you know it's um when i started the podcast a number of months ago i had to ask myself as you know who is the audience that would be most attractive what's the message and who's the audience 
And for the past 25 years, through all of being a pastor and a filmmaker, what's interesting is that women tend to be more attracted to the things that I do, whether it's the messaging or the ministry or the, the uh, movies. And I felt a little awkward about that, frankly. Um, but I, I was like, you know what, if that's what's kind of, you know, happening in the universe is being attracted to me. Um, and I always laugh with my wife and I go, it's not because of my good looks. Okay. It's not my chiseled body that, you know, these, it, there, there's some energy, there's something that's, you know, good. And so that's why we started the podcast inspiration rising. Uh, it's not like I am helping women. I'm just, I'm actually highlighting women through all the great interviews that I do women that are incredibly inspiring entrepreneurs and experts and examples of success. And people love that, you know, it's yeah. not like I'm, I'm helping women. That's not the focus. It's more just I'm coming alongside and highlighting people. Yeah, I, I heard that about 80% of self-help books are bought by women. You and I are in that, that field, right? And you really do see there's many more women uh, gravitating to us and, and what we do. Right. And that was the same thing in the church world. It's a highly, much more female-driven than men. And ironically, it's a male-led you know, institutions primarily. Absolutely. So let's get on to our interview. What what will people say about you? I know one of these things that we deal with is our children. How do you deal with the challenge of what other kids are going to say about them? How have you approached that as a parent? Yeah, well, my kids right now are 19 and 16. And so we've gone through lots of that, especially in elementary school, middle school, high school. These people are saying, Right. Yeah. This person said this about me. I heard so-and-so say this. And that's a challenging thing that we have to deal with as parents of, of coaching our kids on how to deal with that. Now, one, one solution, you know, that I don't think is very helpful is just ignore them. Just ignore them. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, you can't ignore them. You're, you are, you're faced with, I'm going to have to sit next to that other kid in my class. And so for my wife and I, the key is to develop a strong focus on, um, their identity, rather than worrying about what uh, that person, who do you want to be, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a kid, you know, as a, as a student, as a person. And um, so that's number one, helping them reinforce their identity, and that their identity is not based on the clothes that they wear, the music that they listen to, the car that we drive as a family, or where they live, their identity is based in um, who uh, the divine says that they are. They're beautiful. They're wonderfully created. They're strong and courageous. And so it's building up their true identity. The second is helping them understand that that other individual is probably going through some challenges in life. And let's have compassion for that individual because if they're feeling the need to push you down, it's probably because they have the need to lift themselves up. And so um, those two things have been most helpful for my student or my students, my kids. One, building up their identity, and then two, having compassion for the other person. And then ultimately, instilling in my kids, hey, we're not worried about what people are saying about you now. Let's think about what people are going to say about us 100 years from now, 80 years from now, when we're passed away. So having that long view with my kids rather than the short view of what Johnny, you know, is saying next to you in the class. That's, that's really been helpful. Yeah. So it sounds like you're just changing their focus, right? Instead of focusing on what the outside world, which we really can't control, 
you're switch shifting it to that they focus on themselves. How do you see yourself? How do you yourself in the future? So that's mm-hmm. that's really awesome because what you focus on expands. Right, right. And we're more concerned for them to be thinking, what, do, what does your family think about you? You know, and we obviously think super highly of them and we know even their challenges. Hey, we all have challenges, but, uh, but those individuals who are trying to pull you down, most likely there are challenges in their life that go beyond what you can see. You're not, you're, you're seeing the evidence of the challenge in their life by them trying to pull you down. And so let's not look down on them for that. Let's just go, Hey, they're having, they're having some challenges in their life. And I also tell my my kids um, that this is a great example of how you don't want to treat others. So you know what it feels like to have someone say even something as simple as, wow, those jeans are too short or too long or my God, kids can talk about. Oh, just yeah. Anything. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, OK, well, great. So remember that moment that when you're tempted to point out somebody else's jeans, shoes, hat, shirt, whatever it might be, their score on their report card, you know what it felt like. So don't do that. Why do you think it's so important to live with the end of our lives in mind? So as I mentioned, I was a pastor for over a decade and I've done tons of funerals, tons of them. People laugh at me because I go, man, if I had the choice between a funeral and a wedding, I would choose a funeral any day of the week because weddings, Bride and groom, they're just using you. They just want to get over with and go party and drink and have fun dancing on the dance floor, right? And, you know, have fun. So, but as a is doing a memorial service, a funeral, the family, it's an opportunity to step into that family's life for a, a short time, care for them, love them, and and guide them through the process of celebrating a person's life, their loved one. And so I've been to a lot of memorial services, obviously, and I've been to some that are really tragic. My very first memorial service, Jacqueline, oh my goodness. I was 25. I just become a pastor, and it was of this like day-old baby that that had passed away. What do I say? You know, talk about a short life. But I get the chance to step into that young mother's life and just be with her and care about her and 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 help her know that God is with her and loves her and cares even in this this desperate place. So I've been to a lot of memorial services, and the the thing that's always interesting to me is what people say about the person who passed away. And I've heard some really eloquent, beautiful uh, things. And I've heard silence. You know, I've heard he was a good guy. She had a lot of shoes. And so the, the thing that I am so profoundly impacted by every one of those memorial services is what do I want people to say about me? And, and stepping into that person's life for just a moment, it causes me to realize um, I'm 46. So I'm getting up there, right? I've got, I've got 54 years left. I'm living to be 100, Jacqueline. Um, what do I want to be known for? I'm probably not going to be world famous. Bottom line, I'm probably not going to be a Steve Jobs, right? Or something like that. So who are the people that are going to, you know, talk about me when I'm gone? It's going to be my family. Absolutely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be their kids, my grandkids. It's going to be close friends. Are they going to talk about the car that I drove, the house that we lived in, you know, well, they might in like laughing or, you know, talking about things in the future, but are they going to talk about my character? Are they going to talk about the impact that I made in this world? That's what I want them to talk about. Things that really matter 
not the fact that, you know, the kind of clothes that I wore or all that. And so that's why I think it's super important. And memorial services are a great opportunity to ask ourselves that. What do we want people to say about us when we're gone? Yeah, I've done exercises on like writing your eulogy so that it helps how you want to, it's like a roadmap, what that's where you want to get to. And I think some people think of legacy as death, but I really believe it's really about life and living because it really helps us decide the kind of life we want to live and the kind of uh, world we want to live in and leave for our children. So do you think it's kind of like morbid to think about death? <laughs> well, it, you know, it, for me, it puts me in a place of reflection. That's what it does for me. When I go to a, a funeral or memorial service, I end up leaving and feeling really reflective about my life. And it's sobering, I guess, is more than anything. Rather than mo morbid, it's sobering. And it causes me to ask questions like, how do I want to use my money? in order to um, leave a legacy. You know, is it based on buying stuff that's just here today and gone tomorrow? Absolutely. Or is it even investing, obviously, in real estate that could help my family in the long term, but um, even investing in experiences? Because experiences are going to create memories, and ultimately those memories are your legacy. Yep. I mean, most of us are not going to have a building with our name on it at some university. That's just not. No, right. Right. But, but memories and photos, ironically, are huge aspects of a memory and those experiences, you know, how do I want to deal with conflict? You know, that is a, that's a huge issue of how people are remembered is how do they deal with conflict where it's um, either in marriage, family, business, or, you know, friendships. Um, and how do I want to invest my time? Think about all the time that we have a short amount of time. You have no more time than I do. Television and social media, I love both, but boy, they can be a time suck, you know, just pulling us in. Is that the legacy that I want to leave? Is that couple hours a night better spent investing in something that would leave a legacy or just turn my brain off? Hey, I don't think it's an either or. I think it's a both and, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a balance. It's creating the harmony in there in your life to include all that. Yeah. One of your book is about getting unstuck, clarifying, connecting to your soul in five minutes with your meditation. So would it be okay if you lead us in a special meditation to help us kind of get that mindset? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, a lot of meditation is really popular these days. I'm not sure how many people actually do it. I think we're so busy, you know, that it's like, oh, it sounds like a good idea. But I have found that most people can take five minutes. And so um, this is a, a short meditation that I do with people in our Launch Your Life course that helps them focus on what they really want in life. So yeah, maybe we do it together. Is that okay? Yeah, we do let's it do it. I know you meditate. Every so, day. All right. So maybe we'll just close our eyes and uh, take a maybe a deep breath in. And then exhale. Maybe one more deep breath in. And out. Now in your mind's eye, I want to invite you to go somewhere that you maybe have never gone before. I want to invite you to step into your own memorial service. 
maybe your mind just took you to a cemetery with a graveside service, or maybe you saw yourself going into a mausoleum or maybe a church of some sort. As you walk in and you sit down in the back, maybe you see a photo of yourself in the front of the room. Who is there? Who do you see gathered around? Your family? Some close friends, they look a little bit older. As you see them gathered, there comes a time for people to stand and say something about you. What do you overhear? What are they talking about? What is the legacy that they are being reminded of in that moment? And now I want you to step back in time a couple of days to the moments before your own passing. Maybe you're laying in a bed in a hospital room or perhaps even in your own home. Who are the people that are gathered around you? Someone stroking your forehead, your hair is being pushed to the side. Someone's holding your hand. Who are those people that are gathered around you? What are they whispering in your ear? What are the memories that they're recalling? And now I want you to step back in time to the previous weeks and months before your passing. The last six months and 12 months of your life. How are you spending your days? How are you spending your time and money and resources in the last six to 12 months of your life? And now I want you to Take a mental picture through the, all the twists and turns of the last years of your life and find your way standing right now in this moment. And look all the way back through all of those twists and turns through the last 12 and six months of your life to the moments before your passing to your memorial service and look all the way back And see the legacy that you have the opportunity to leave. How will you spend your days? How will you invest your resources? And what will people say about you?
want to go ahead and slowly open your eyes. That's nice. Yeah, and and ultimately everyone sees something different. Yeah, and the question the question that I ask people is, did you like what you saw? If you did, great. Keep heading in that trajectory. If you didn't like what your mind brought to your attention, you have plenty of time to reorient the direction of your life in order to create the legacy that you want to lead. Absolutely. You know, research shows that when we don't have a sense of, uh, let's see, let me I think legacy is fundamental to what it is to be human, right? And I know that there's been research out there that shows that without a sense of this working to create a legacy, we lose meaning in our life. Oh, yeah. Because there's not a sense of that I'm creating something. And I, I believe, Jacqueline, that we're not happenstance, that somehow a divine being, you know, has created us, whether that's through evolution or, you know, I don't, I don't know how we were created. But if there, there is some, some creator, that that means that we have a divine imprint and that we are creators as well, yeah. right? On a small scale, we are creating, we're creating meaning of our lives every day. We're creating families, everything that surrounds you in your room and me in this room human beings created it, somehow fashioned it. And so that means that there's meaning and purpose in that. And so when we create a legacy, it creates meaning on a daily basis. Absolutely. So I want to ask how we implement this. How can we keep this end in mind when we're doing our daily life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, one is I've got a, a free resource for you, you know our listeners today. It's called Five Ways to Leave a Legacy You're Proud Of. And they can just go to our website, insporising.com forward slash legacy. That's insporising.com forward slash legacy. And uh, five ways to leave a legacy you're proud of. And it's a, it's a worksheet, two-page PDF worksheet that they can download, print, write the reflection questions. I find that for me, you know, I can give people all these great answers, but until I engage and answer the questions myself, it doesn't engage my mind and heart. And so that's what we give people an opportunity to do there. Ultimately, it's about doing that daily reflection. Is this the type of life that I want to live? Am I creating? You have the power to create the life that you want. Life is not being created for you, meaning like nobody's in charge. Like you're in charge of your own life. You're responsible. And, uh, and that's beautiful. And so you can create the life that you want, leave the legacy that you want. Now, Inspo Rising is spelled I-N-S-P, like Paul, O-R-I-S-I-N-G. And the website is insporising.com. You can also find all of uh, information in our show notes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, it's great to, great to be with you as well. Yeah, and I love that five-minute meditation. The quote of the week is, legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. And that's by Peter Strapple. Till next time, listeners, always be learning and always be growing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured. And after listening to the show, go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, Sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.